I'm back in the saddle again. The views expressed on the following broadcasts do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. This morning, sweeter than a morning snack. But guess who would like some brew? Oh, and make that coffee black. Greetings, family, and welcome to the great reality here at Take12Radio.com with Tony J. Good morning. Bruce H. How did we get from back in the saddle <laughs> to this? And me, the Monty Man. This morning, I'm snazzy at a Cadillac. Grab your cup, let's have coffee, lots of coffee, shots of coffee, lots of coffee, oh yeah, make that coffee black. Ow! Bam, mic drop. What do you think of that? Wasn't that cool? That was, that was, believe it or not, Mr. Tom Hanks in the musical Big. Mm-hmm. Big. Do you remember the? Do you remember the oh, movie? Oh, I love Big? the piano on the floor. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I play that uh, today because that is the theme song we used for years for the show Coffee with the Coffees with Wade Coffee, Sheree Coffee, and Ed D. I heard, I heard that yesterday. I was like, Coffee with Coffee. Yeah, yeah. And That's so cool. here's something really cool. We are resurrecting that show, and we're going to be broadcasting it. It'll be posted on Wednesdays. Uh, Coffee with the Coffees from the archives. Now, not all the archives will be that particular show. We're gonna we're gonna start out with that one, um, but I'm bringing back archives. You gotta remember, we started this back in 2004, so I'm bringing back archives. Some of the best of Take 12 Recovery Radio. They'll be uploaded on Wednesdays, and you can download them. They'll play until uh, the next show, which sometimes is Friday, depending on who I'm interviewing. Or our Monday show, which is the great reality, this show. So great. Um, so we're 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 adding um, archives. You don't have to search for them. You can, of course, you can go look at our archives and so forth. But these these are the best of. So we're kind of excited, I'm excited. about that. I haven't heard. Um, some, I want to hear the coffees. Now Ed D, who has passed away a few years ago, he was an amazing trivia person. He would go to the library and spend hours Shut up. looking up trivia <laughs> and we used to crack it we say ed only five trivia questions and he'd get to five and then he'd have a six and then he'd have a seven sometimes he'd have 12 and we're like ed stop we have a, a show to show do <laughs> that would be fun a whole show of trivia so Here's if you be... like trivia i love trivia. you're gonna love wednesday show he okay. was born to be behind the microphone he was well he was a dj for uh, kfir in sweet home oregon Oh, wow. For some time. And then he did this show huh. for, gosh, like four years, I think. Is that him up there? Um, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Very bottom picture on the oh, far the left. the bottom picture. Okay. Yeah, on the far left. Ed nice. Yeah. Um, He's so, got the girls around. Oh, no, there's guys too. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's, that's coming up. And that starts uh, this Wednesday, the Yay. 21st. Yes, indeedy. So there you go. Hey, the topic for this week, and, and welcome back, everybody. We're back yes. in the saddle again, according to Gene Thank Autry. Thank God. 
yes, indeedy. Toting our it. old 44. That's how the song goes. I'm is back that, in the saddle again. Like the back where a friend is, is a, a friend, friend. Where the mm-hmm. longhorn cattle feed on the lowly Jimson weed. <laughs> I'm back in the saddle again. And y'all think our Yeehaw. songs are weird these days. <laughs> What's Jimson weed? <laughs> it's a weed that you probably, today they'd probably try to smoke it. But... <laughs> hey, I tried to smoke it. Did you really? <laughs> I tried to smoke catnip. Oh, my God. Well, I did try to smoke it. Your gypsy weed. Gypsy yeah. weed, yeah. yeah. And yeah. what happened? Well, I got back on my horse and <laughs> threw it away. Okay, I can't lie. I actually, and this was in my desperate days, like in the beginning of my using, so I yeah. was stupid. I thought I could like sell catnip and make money, and it didn't quite work out well. Oh, it didn't work out. Oh, I didn't know people it, smelled it before they took it. Tony, this isn't this isn't working. No, you're just too stoned. Yeah. They tasted it. They're like, what is this? I'm like, oh my goodness, I miss my boys. How did we get oh, I love you guys? Thank you. My weeks were not complete without y'all. Oh, I thought she was Chad children. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I have a girl. Her name's Kylie. <laughs> Well, I okay. That's a different show. <laughs> okay. So we've been, we've been um, uh, the great reality has we have not been on the air for a couple of weeks because uh, the Monty Man was out of town uh, last week. I was I was in Spokane, Washington. More specifically, Medical Lake, Washington. That looked fun. I'm sorry. Oh I my was gosh, jealous. it was it was absolutely wonderful. It was spiritual emphasis for Adult and Teen Challenge Pacific Northwest, which is the largest. And uh, oldest faith-based recovery slash treatment discipleship program for mm. people dealing with life-controlling issues. And our particular network, Pacific Northwest, is the largest network of Teen Challenge Centers in the world. Nice. And so we have spiritual emphasis once a year up in, in Medical Lake on a beautiful lake. Medical Lake is the name of the town. The lake that it's on is called Silver, Silver Lake. Lake. Yeah. And it was absolutely beautiful. It was absolutely amazing watching literally, I don't know, 75, 100 people get baptized. Uh, oh, they all got baptized? Oh, my God. Not everybody. No. Oh. But, I mean, just a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of decisions, people turning their will and their life over to God. And it, it was amazing. Um, I have a T-shirt of every color <laughs> from – I'm wearing my orange one today. Um, and the theme on the back is uh, changed lives leave here. And that boy, so was that true! true. Like it, that. it was just, it was, it was amazing. We had the director of Adult and Teen Challenge Romania was our speaker, and uh, it, it, he come all, you know, him and his son halfway across the world to come and spend oh, time so with us. Oh, so from Romania, that's from not Romania. his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was wow. really cool. Jesus, to Spokane, um, Washington. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was awesome. So we were doing that. So, but we're back. We're back in the mm-hmm. saddle, and um, it is good to to have you back with us. Uh, during this time, however, three people, all three of them, at one time have been sponsees of mine. Oh yeah, relapsed. That's sad. Um, and, and that's kind of a punch in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and not because they were my sponsees, but. Anytime somebody that you know and you're close to goes back out, uh, it, it stings. Yeah. It stings. And uh, so um, thus, I said that we might talk about, um, you know, recovery in the potty mouth when we come back. And I still want to do that. But mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I felt that this was a good time to talk about relapse prevention and um, this, so this show is called Relapse Prevention, uh, the three stories of relapse. And there's three, three different kinds of relapse here and three, three reasons why they happened. Uh, number one is the prideful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one guy. Number two is the busy. Yep. He got too busy. Uh, and the other one is the complacent. What does com- that mean? The complacent. One, a person who basically did not expand on his spiritual condition and just oh, okay. kind of sat around and did nothing. Okay. Um, in the NA basic text, it makes a statement that is so true. It says, complacency is the en- enemy of us with substantial clean time. And that is certainly the case uh, with the one who was complacent. But we're going to be talking about these. Of course, we're not going to be mentioning names. But we're going to be talking about these three relapses and some biblical truth that goes along with uh, really validating the whole idea that that uh, the importance of being vigilant on your recovery, how vital it is and what happens when you're not. Yep. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, and our closing song uh, today is called What Price by Sonia Lee, recovery recording artist, where she asks, what price are you willing to pay this time? And so we're going to be uh, listening to that as well. Uh, before we do any of this stuff, though, I have to tell you, now, i got to get into my, my southern voice. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. This is my western, my western southern voice, y'all. Okay, com- <laughs> coming up on Saturday... Saturday. Saturday, October 15th of this year. Bruce, you look at me going, this is bad. Is the Western Shindig fundraiser for Dalton Teen Challenge in Willamette Valley? Where is it at? It is. Jenna. It is in the Willamette Valley. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called it's called the Western Shindig. Round up your... Y'all did that good. <laughs> Round up your table, partners, and stake your table claim and shed for a fundraising good time. Where's shed? It's always a good time when you give me your money. I love money. <laughs> <laughs> this is in Shed, in Shed, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like in eight, oh, that's a place at the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying like the shed. I'm like, where's the no, shed no, at? No, no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I didn't know. All right, Shed, Shed, come, uh, Shed come Oregon. On, come on to my house. My house. <laughs> the the Adult Teen Challenge fundraiser is going to be located at the Shed facility where the Monty Man actually works as counseling coordinator. Um, and it is located at 31700 um, Fayetteville Drive in Shed, Oregon. So if you're driving on Highway 99 south of Albany, you go through Tangent, and oh, about five way. miles south of Tangent is Shed. And the first stop sign you come to, you turn right, and the Teen Challenge Center is right there on the left-hand side. I'm taking that drive after work today. You should. Yeah. You should. Uh, Adult and Teen Challenge is a nonprofit, one-year faith-based residential program ministering to people seeking to be free from life-controlling issues such as drugs and alcohol. And uh, this is a fundraiser. It starts at 5.30 p.m. on Saturday, October 15th with a social hour and a hollering fundraising good time. Uh, Western barbecue, BBQ, and heartwarming, life-changing stories. I like BBQ Of recovery. Of recovery, partner. Hope, freedom, and life change that change lives. 
and uh, this is it's just a phenomenal fundraiser. It is a whole lot of fun. That sounds really fun, actually. Yeah. So if you want more information on this, if you want to sponsor a table, if you want to attend, here's the number to call, 541 541- Four nine one one zero zero two. That's five four one four nine one one zero zero two. Do that today because reservations are filling up fast. This place gets packed. What's sponsoring a table? Packed. Well, there's. Uh, I'm going to let you call and find out. Okay, I'll call Jenna. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, single seats. I will tell you because it is a fundraiser. Single seats are forty dollars. Forty dollars. Uh, you can sponsor a table all the way up to fifteen hundred dollars. If you're a company Ooh. or an organization. Oh, so for I, people who can't pay. Uh, well, I don't know. You have to call up. I'll, I'm going to call Shed. I'm going to go to the Shed. And <laughs> um, so here's the truth. The basic cost for the students' participation in the year program is approximately $2,500 per month. The fundraiser will help make it possible for students to develop a new life by helping underwrite the cost of this program. Because we don't turn anybody away. That's the deal. We don't turn anybody away. And, uh, you know, some places, uh, particularly year-long treatment facilities, are very expensive. Um, But we believe that God is supplying our needs. So we do fundraisers, and we do car washes, and we do Mm -hmm. all those kind of things. And this is one of our main fundraisers. And everybody, all staff and everything, dress up in cowboy attire. Ooh, dress up. Dress up time. Cowboys. I don't own a cowboy hat. I need to get a cowboy hat. Oh, go to um Marshalls. Marshalls? Oh, the store? That's the store. Okay. Not so that's the Western Shindig Fundraiser Rock uh, Saturday, October 15th at uh, the Shed Adult and Teen Challenge Center. One, one more time. Phone number 541-491-1002. Please give them a call. All right. Here's that there. <clears throat> so we're going to... Um, we're going to take a little uh, breaky here and come back. And, of course, we have to start off the show with Take 12 Trivia. Bruce trivia. is going to love it. Love it. Trivia. Trivia. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Take 12 Recovery Radio is a listener-supported radio station. Hi. This is Monty Meyer, CEO of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. And as we are well into our 13th year of recovery talk and positive music radio, we have come to a place of urgency in our ability to continue what we believe is an invaluable resource and vital ministry for those in the recovery community, their families, and those seeking recovery from addictive illness. Addiction is the number one health crisis in our world, and recovery from addiction gets the least amount of attention due to stigma. We here at Take 12 Recovery Radio have been working very hard to break that stigma, but we can't do it without your help. The truth is, we are in need of your financial support to continue to broadcast. What we ask is that you consider a financial gift today. You can send a check or pay by credit card and even set up a reoccurring payment. Simply visit us at Take12Radio.com and click on the Donate button at the bottom of the page. Your gift, regardless of the amount, will allow us to continue speaking the hope of recovery to thousands of listeners all over the world. Thank you for your consideration. 
and may God bless you. Hey, this is Logan Rayman Rainwater, and you're listening to Take 12 Radio. Here's what's his name. Do you want to play trivia? Trivia, 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 trivia. And now it's time for everybody's favorite Take 12 game show, Take 12 Trivia, brought to you by that wonderful recovery magazine, The 12 Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. Now take it away, the Monty Man. That is the Oregon Ducks marching theme. And it's also the music to my high school. Is it really? Yes. So the first time I heard it, I'm like, "Uh, why are they singing my high school? (laughs) Why is Cecil saying everybody? Huh? Likes trivia. Because oh. because Cecil knows deep down in your heart you really, really do. Cecil knows that? Yeah. <laughs> Cecil knows that. Cecil's like Santa. You know of him, but you don't see him. <laughs> Santa Cecil knows you love some Cecil's trivia. Cecil's nowhere near the size of Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a lizard? No one knows. <laughs> Cecil's a seasick sea serpent. Uh, he you just stop swimming in the sea. Straight, straight body with a head. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like all right. All right. Uh, it's, uh, so uh, that was the Oregon Ducks theme song. Of course, we're here in, in Oregon Ducks country, but we don't want to. We don't want to slight the Beavers, so we'll close out trivia with the Beavers marching theme song. Oh, you can forget them. Stop that. <laughs> I'm all right, uh, ice cream trivia. Ooh, ice, ice cream. cream trivia. Ice cream trivia, Bruce. If you get it wrong, ice. you'll hear that. If you get it right, you scream for ice cream. All right, here you go. Uh, there's three in a bonus. Chocolate. Number one, who proclaimed July National Ice Cream Month in the United States? Here are your choices. Lyndon Johnson, Ronald Reagan, or Bill Clinton? Ooh, Reagan. He liked ice cream. Bruce? I'd have to go with Reagan, too. You guys are correct. It was Ronald Reagan. Uh, Ronald Reagan made it official. He liked to put his jelly beans in it. In, <laughs> in 1984. He probably did. Um, that has just sounded wrong oh. in so many levels. <laughs> well, he, he he loved jelly beans. He did, actually. He did love jelly beans. Okay. He kept a bowl on his desk. Just cleaned that up, didn't he? Okay, number two, uh, what's the world's favorite ice cream flavor? Is it chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? Oh, wow. I already answered that one. Chocolate. 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 What? No, it is vanilla. It is vanilla. Vanilla tops all other flavors by a big margin. Chocolate runs a distant second. Yeah, you know, I was going to say that because my sister told me that. Rude. Yeah? (laughs) Chocolate. You're listening to your sister. You'd win more prizes. <laughs> She's better at trivia than I am. What about the swirl one? That's a good one, too. Chocolate and vanilla. Mm-hmm. Number three. What rock star had a flavor named after him? Was it Paul McCartney, Elton John, or Jerry Garcia? Jerry Garcia! I know this one. <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> I'm going with her. She's so excited. Yes, you guys are correct. You know what the, you know what the flavor was called? Uh, it was not Jerry Garcia. I know that. It was Ben and Jerry's who made it. Yes, it was Ben and Jerry's, and it was called Cherry Garcia. Yes. 
Look at her. I know she's excited. Well, my baby girl, Kylie. Well, okay, she's 18. But her, that's when Chunky Monkey, the flavor came Chunky out. Monkey. And so her dad and I started calling her Chunky Monkey. And so I know Ben and Jerry's. I love Ben and Jerry's. Hurry. Ben and Jerry's is amazing. Oh, my gosh. She is just off the chair. Come on. Yeah, move on. Okay, uh, here's your bonus. Here we go. How did the ice cream sundae get its name? Here are your choices. A protest by religious folk. Ice cream was at one time very expensive and can only be eaten once a week on Sunday. <laughs> or nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. <laughs> I go with Bruce. I have no idea. Do you really? Okay, you both would be incorrect. Uh, ice cream sundaes were invented when religious conservatives claimed ice cream sodas were too sinfully good to have on Sundays. So good ice cream shop owners held back on the soda water, thus creating the ice cream sundae, replacing the soda water with chocolate syrup. Get out of here. Yes. How did ice cream become political? Really? <laughs> they just took the fun that, out of my ice cream. That was a, a really good trivia. Right. Yeah. It was. Wasn't it? That, I mean, that last question yeah. was just, it was just ice creamable. It was just <laughs> delicious. Yes. I thought I had it right. You did? I thought I could figure the trivia out in my head. Well, yeah. See, and you say you hate trivia. Look at that smile. I know. He's just smiling away. I'm still smiling because of you. Like a bug in a rug. Here's the Beavers theme song. And that does it for Take 12 Trivia for this week. All right, we'll be right back right after this. Dr. Al Mooney. Author of The Recovery Book, and you are listening to Take12Radio.com. How many people do you personally know who struggle with a life-controlling habit such as drugs and alcohol? How many times have you tried to share with them that there is hope waiting for them with no response? Teen Challenge has a solution. Our ministry's mission is to evangelize people who struggle with bondage from addiction. We love to reach out to the broken through church services, youth groups, events, and projects. This is a great opportunity for community leaders to partner with a ministry that has been around almost 60 years and share the message that God transforms lives. Are you a youth pastor or leader in the Willamette Valley region? Teen Challenge has a powerful drug prevention program called Stay Sharp. This targets the teenage audience about dangers and consequences of addiction on a more personal level. You can find out more at www.staysharp.us. Call 541-344-4328 or 541-491-1004 to schedule outreaches or learn more about our ministry's powerful presentation in your area. Be the reason someone finds hope, seeks freedom, and accepts change in Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah, you! It's the 5th Annual Hope Fest! His race is enough for you! Saturday, October 22nd, this year, 2016, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. in the incredibly beautiful Prescott Courthouse Plaza in Prescott, Arizona. Live music from local and national recording artists, guest speakers, free family fun zone, the Hope Serves Community Resource Fair, food and vendor booths, and so much more! Be a part of the solution that is recovery. Be a part of the solution that is community be a part of the solution that, that is, is the solution. solution that's the fifth annual hope fest his grace is enough for you saturday october 22nd 10 a.m to 8 p.m at prescott courthouse plaza prescott arizona visit hopefestaz.com for more information and get involved paranoia strikes deep 
into your life it will creep it starts when you're always afraid step out of line the man Stop Children Once That Sound by Buffalo Springfield. That was a song that was popular in 1967. Neil Young was actually part of that group. Um, yeah. So what is that sound? What is that sound of relapse? Uh, paranoia does strike deep. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, depending on what you're relapsing on, I, I suppose. But uh, the topic this week is relapse prevention. And I'm not going to give you a I could have done this. I'm not going to give you a list of all these incredible things you can do to prevent relapse. We'll talk about a few of them. But I, I want to look at uh, three individuals who recently relapsed, uh, two of which had long-term recovery. Yeah, that's you, the baffling you, you notice I didn't part. say long-term sobriety. Yeah. Because there's a difference. Lots of people are sober, but they, they haven't experienced the state of recovered. From a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. They're just dry or they're just clean. It doesn't mean they're in a state of recovery. These guys had long, long-term uh, recovery, and, and two of them. Um, one of them, not real long, but longer than he'd ever had. And um, But all three of them slid out of being in the recovered mode and were in the sober mode before they actually relapsed on their substance, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. They weren't actually practicing recovery or an attitude of, of being in re- uh, recovery or recovered. Yeah. Um, they were only practicing abstinence. And uh, there's there's three things that fueled this from what I can see in these guys' lives, because I know these guys pretty well. And the first one is we're just going to call him uh, number one was the prideful. Uh, This is a gentleman that I've known for some time who is very smart. Very, very, very smart. You've heard before, right, Bruce, people say, you may be too smart to get this thing. Right. This was the case. Um, He'd been through a treatment... Well, he'd been through a faith-based treatment center, Mm -hmm. um... A time, uh, a full, uh, the full length of it, and then again for part of it, and then through a secular treatment center that really focused on some things that the faith-based treatment center wasn't qualified to focus on. Left that one early, oh, wow. because he knew so much, and then finally got into another one and finally completed it. Was in long-term sober living, came home, and his aftercare plan was mm-hmm. to immediately get a sponsor. Plug into meetings, um, fall under some form of, of discipleship because he's a Christian, mm-hmm. um, and uh, plug in plug into church, plug, you know, do all the things. Some of the list of things we could list that are what I call uh, helps. Yeah, they're not the solution, but they're helps. They're methods. They're tools, and um, he didn't do that. He didn't do it. He did sort of. But see, sort of is like a half measure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sort yeah, of. It, it, he reminds me of uh, the guy at Bill's story that uh, he gained all this knowledge. So oh, relapse, yeah. relapse was unthinkable. Mm-hmm. Right. Was that the milk guy too? Well. The milk and whiskey guy? Yeah. No. no. Okay. Three days later, this guy come home drunk. 
Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Um, and, and, and so uh, this, this gentleman uh, made a statement to me. I said, did you get a sponsor? And he goes, no, I'm, I'm waiting for the appropriate one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, that isn't pride and ego. I don't know what is. Right. Um, he knows the Bible backwards and forwards. I mean, he could probably, I don't know, he probably has some books of it even memorized. He knows the big book really, really well. Um, being able to apply and implement these principles, that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. And um, so there was some tools, and we've all talked about on this show before, that the method isn't, isn't the solution. But the method is the method. Yeah. And it points to the solution. And if you're not working any kind of method, mm-hmm. then you're probably not interested in the solution. Yeah, you know, you get a person like this, and just because they... They know the book doesn't mean they work the steps. That's right. And just because they've read the Bible don't mean they know God. That's right. See, and neither one of them are going to save you. Yeah. The knowledge. The knowledge thing. is going to do it. So, Sorry, but I just had to. Well, interject. have you ever heard that term? I heard this back in the 60s and 70s. Knowledge is power. Applied knowledge is power. But yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But just knowledge well, yeah, it's you power, all, all right. The power to take you, you out. Fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The power to take you out. And I don't think, because uh, I've been watching a few people in one of my surroundings, and I see them not doing their thing. And I know a few of them relapsed. Yeah. And it's just sad watching the progression. I don't think people understand it's not the drug or the drink. It happens way before that. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have to do this thing every day. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like medicine. Yeah, there, there's certain medications you have to be taking on a regular basis for them to actually even start to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know what we do, especially people that those who are, who are out there that have dealt with mental illness medications, mm-hmm. who have experienced, wow, I feel so much better, so I'm going to stop taking my meds. Yeah. Well, the reason that you feel better is because you've been taking your meds, and now you stop, and then you crash. And you wonder what's going on. Well, it can be said of the same thing. Look, this, this whole, this whole uh, spiritual uh, expanding on my spiritual uh, health mm-hmm. is a daily thing. Mm-hmm. And we talk about all the time, don't we? That you cannot, you cannot fuel today's healthy spiritual condition with yesterday's stuff. Yesterday's stuff, exactly. You can't. And head knowledge is yesterday's stuff. I wake up this morning and I don't know anything, Bruce. You know what I'm saying? There's a, you know, being too smart for the program, sometimes these guys know the book better. They know the Bible. Uh, They can probably teach this thing better than I can, Mm -hmm. you know. But that's not the point. Right. The point of doing this is to find a power by which to live. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. See, and I say that with just a little bit of hesitance because, you know, it's about finding a relationship with the Creator. Turn your mic towards your mouth. There. Yeah, it's about finding a, you know, a relationship with mm-hmm. the, with the, the Spirit of the Universe. And a relationship, right? Is 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 the traffic in that is both ways. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Right. You just don't say, I recognize who God is in my mm-hmm. life, and now I'm just going to go on about my way. Mm-hmm. A relationship requires interaction. Yeah. 
You bet. Now, here's the thing, though. Sometimes that interaction, we think the interaction is the solution. Mm -hmm. It's who we're interacting with that's the solution. And so you've heard me say it before. Until I learned that I was depending on my prayers, not the one I was praying to, I couldn't stay sober. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we can jump. And this gentleman, I mean, he was doing a lot of stuff. A lot of what some people would consider spiritual um, behaviors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But where was his dependency on? Was it on doing those things, going to Bible study, memorizing scripture? Was it all those things are wonderful? See, he's relying upon himself because he's relying upon his yeah. memory and his ability to conquer with yeah. that. You know, the God of reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's interesting because somebody said he doesn't need understanding; he needs to be healed. Exactly. Um, and but the person who said that doesn't have any understanding of addiction. Mm-hmm. They just think, well, we'll just pray for him harder, and he'll be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that I am not minimizing the power of prayer at all, mm-hmm. but sometimes, once again, I think we lean on the method. And not the one the method is pointing to. I, I, I'm, I'm, if I'm powerless, that means left to my own devices, anything that comes out of my mouth. Well, it seems to be a debate every day in the rooms too. It's like one one side or one person believes this, or one side or one person believes that. But it's rare, like like with us, we believe it's the com- combination of the two things. But. It's just amazing how people are like either one or the other. Like it's a huge debate. Yeah. It's just, you know, go to church. Yeah. Pray every day. Read your Bible. And you don't have to worry about anything else. God yeah. will take care God of it. God will take care of you. And you'll never, ever relapse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah go to meetings. Read your book. Get a sponsor. And you're and all right. You're and that's, yeah. that's the flip side. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. On the secular side. Yeah. And it's the same attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they battle. It's mm-hmm. like, it's no battle. It's just you have to apply both. See, yeah, the... in, in both cases, don't we have to have a relationship? Aren't we supposed to to grow spiritually? Mm-hmm. In a, and let's just call it in our conscious contact with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not with them, with him. Yeah. You know. Right. And, and if God is telling you, look it, you better make yourself accountable to somebody today. Mm-hmm. It's not your accountability to that person today. It's it's listening to God's voice and doing what he's telling you to do. Mm-hmm. We sit around in 12-step support meetings, drinking bad coffee, talking about our illness, yeah. and that's not the treatment for the illness. No. So what about this this poor guy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here he is, and he, he has this brain. He has this ability. So why hasn't somebody come alongside him and say, hey, listen, this isn't working? They have. Yeah, but I'm talking about people, not just somebody, you know, that, that's been working with him before, mm. but others. How mm-hmm. come we don't have a multitude of people saying, hey, for this guy, I'll say, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm off the, the beam here. Maybe I'm relying upon myself instead of upon God. Maybe that's why I haven't grown. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, too, think it's none of their business. Yeah, he grows in self-reliance. Yeah. And yeah, so they sad. don't say anything. They don't say anything at mm. all. And, right. I, you know, I have certain family members like that. You see the problem, but it's not yours, so just ignore it. 
And I'm not like that whatsoever because especially when it comes to I'm growing in the God part. I'm learning things. I'm, you know, just starting that. But I'm ready to now. You know, I'm yeah. willing to I've always believed in God, but I'm I'm starting to learn more in depth. But I also combine it with that. But I don't ignore something that needs to be said, especially in the recovery and sobriety world, because if I don't help him, who's going to? Well, and here's the sad fact. And I witnessed this on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I shared this with Bruce before the show. Um, there were only two people that even came up to this man. Uh, his his wife is in ministry on Sunday morning, and so he was sitting by himself. And you know, it takes a lot to walk back in the door of your yeah. church, you know, or your meeting hall or whatever. And he's sitting by himself. And I I I went up to him and I gave him a hug and I said, "This is what I said to him." I said, knocked down, but not knocked out, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and I said to him, I said, I get it. I get it. And I gave him a hug, and he looked up at me, you know, and tears welling up in his eyes. He said, thank Aww. you. My wife approached him, too, and he told her, you know, you guys are the only ones that have said a word to me. See, that's Not right. even the pastors exactly. said anything to him. And I thought, we are failing this guy. We mm-hmm. get the same thing in and out of it, AA and yeah. in the church. Mm-hmm. And yeah, both. And you know, I'm, I'm very pro-church. Mm-hmm. But doggone it. <sighs> so that's that, that was number one. Uh, here's, um, here's relapser number two. Uh, so that was uh, the prideful. Here is the busy. Yeah. The busy. Uh, this is a man who I've known for a very long time. And he was the guy that was probably voted the least likely to ever make it past 25. Oh, wow. Um, meth user, you know, I mean, to the hilt, you know. And God did an amazing thing in his life. God removed the obsession mm-hmm. from him. Um, he got into ministry. He was the head of... Uh, of a ministry, and I don't want to say specifically what it is because that would just kind of give away who he is, and I don't want to do that. But he, but he was the head of a very large, highly—I mean, it took a lot of responsibility for this particular ministry. Oh wow! And he was very, very involved. Um, he was also over several people in another arm of this same ministry. Jesus, he got so busy doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. That he forgot to take care of himself. Worldly clamors. Worldly clamors came in, mostly those from within. Yeah. Oh. The busy. He got too busy. And he started to compromise on little things. Yeah. And do make some shortcuts. He was having some back issues and he started to take some pain medication. Mm hmm. Um, boy, I can identify with that one, right, Bruce? Yeah. You know, he started to take some pain medication and with the combination of being so busy doing ministry, recovery stuff, good stuff. Yeah. And the euphoric feeling, the allergy kicked in, Mm -hmm. not the obsession, the allergy kicked in and he was in trouble. And he went back out after almost six years. See, that's a, oh gosh. That's sad. See, those things, service work, mm-hmm. 
are wonderful things, mm-hmm. but they're, when you become dependent upon them, there's something wrong with your spiritual walk. Yes. Jay, you're, you're, you're doing this almost saying, okay, I've done this. Now, God, you owe me. Yeah. Well, and you know what, too? He shared with me yesterday on the phone. He shared with me how the ministry that he's in, they really push self-sacrifice, get involved, be busy, 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 mm-hmm. busy, busy. And mm-hmm. I said, wow. I said, there's something wrong with that picture. Even Jesus Christ himself, who was God incarnate Mm -hmm. in the flesh, took time to get away by himself and take care of his worldly shell. Yeah. Even he did. And then when he he did When he was by himself, he he was in contact with his father. Yes. He, that's where he grew. That's where. That's where he grew. He got his strength. You know, that's where. Oh, gosh. We just don't know how important it is. This so prayer important. is it's so important. <laughs> yeah, and and part of a healthy recovery regiment mm-hmm. is taking care of getting rest. Oh yeah, getting proper Definitely. sleep, eating properly. And I know this guy; he hasn't been eating well. He hasn't been getting sleep. He's just push, 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 push. You know, and and. See, when you're doing Boom. this thing like that, it creates these other things. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does. It comes with the territory. And when you work it the other way, you do the work out of gratitude. Yeah, Out of what's been done for you. Yeah. See, and there's a huge difference there. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a huge difference there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a you know, and when Jesus actually when he did take people with him to rest, he only took a couple, mm-hmm. you know. So how do you approach somebody like that, uh, uh, body? When you see them, and you see them, maybe you're not sure, but you think they're starting to depend upon their work mm-hmm. instead upon their relationship with God, their walk with Him. How do you approach that as an as another believer? I, I I think it is your obligation to bring it to their attention. I, I think I you do it gently. I think you do it in love because we don't see some of the things mm-hmm. and other people do. I, I think the ministry he was in, bless their hearts, because it's a, it's a very powerful ministry. Mm-hmm. But I think from what I heard from somebody else was that they felt they failed him. And I think they're right. Because I think what happens is we we really we really are are drawn to people's giftings, mm-hmm. and sometimes we will put them in positions of authority too fast. The Bible talks about lay hands on no man suddenly. Why? Because they may not be ready yeah. for that. And and so I think they they I think they're going to be very careful this time. And, and and you know we need people in our lives to say you got to take a break. You need to slow down. You're working in church, but are you in church? See, I, I don't what? believe you should put anybody in a position like that until you have them discipled. Mm-hmm. And, until that, that well, and actually, he had out. gone through that. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the thing: you once you do that, you still need people in your life to come alongside you and and help keep you on track because it's not something that you're done with and it's over. Exactly. Discipleship continues. Well, I know when I start to like veer off and You're get, right. um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt and get like busy and in what I think it's like helping sponsees or, you know, 
just helping other people in general outside of my religious or AA program, my sponsor calls me, eh, where have you been? I haven't seen you in the rooms lately. And I'm like, well, I've been doing this. this. She goes, well, that's great. Helping people is amazing. But you still have to keep your own self-help, self-healthy Healthy. inside yeah. and out of your head. Because yeah. now you're doing all these great things, but you're expecting something from it. She goes, that's not what our program teaches us. Yeah. You need to get back in the rooms. Entering into a person's life with your disciple mm-hmm. is what you do. Mm-hmm. You just don't work with them and cut them loose. Yeah. Right. You see what I mean? You, you enter into their lives, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. You see, and you're willing to do that. Yes. When you're sponsoring somebody, you do the same thing. Yeah. You just don't sponsor them. You know? Right. You enter into their lives and do you, the good and the bad. Yep. Here, Tony, I'm going to give you right. a copy of that. I'm going to give you a copy of this. And, and I want to refer to these. But I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this... Uh, First of all, I want to refer to the second scripture verse here, and then we'll go back to the first one. In uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verse 24 through 26, it says, When an unclean spirit comes out of a man, it passes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. On its return, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they go in and dwell there. And the final plight of the man is worse than the first. This is a picture of somebody who has had the obsession to use or drink removed. Now, we're talking about addiction now. This yeah. can, we can apply this to all sorts of things. Has had the obsession removed by God. Their house has been swept clean. The demon, if you want to call the demon alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, and the big book refers to it that way, yeah. um, you know, or whatever, um, has been, is gone. And it comes back searching for a place to land and it finds a clean house. Mm-hmm. Has the man been healed? Sure. Has the man, uh, the obsession been removed? You betcha. And he's got a clean house. Here's the problem. The man has not been vigilant over his clean house. Mm-hmm. He's off doing other things. He's off involved in ministry. And yeah, my he, house is clean. Now my, I can do this. My, my house is clean. <laughs> I can go do what I want. I can get so involved doing good things. Yeah. And, the, and, and, and the obsession, in this case, returns and finds the house unattended. And it comes back. This time it comes back sevenfold. And the plight of the man is worse than the first. You know what that speaks to me of? That speaks to me of the illness being progressive, and it will come back if you do not keep a vigil on your heart and on your life if you're an addict or an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman did not keep a vigil on, on this clean house. And so people are saying, well, you were healed. You were delivered. Yeah, you betcha. The obsession was removed. But the obsession will return if you do not. There's no maintenance. Keep yourself submitted to God. Mm-hmm. Keep keep a, a continual growth program mm-hmm. going on with God. It's going to come back. Yeah. There's a beautiful illustration of the practical application of a spiritual program. Yep. You bet. Mm-hmm. You see that that is a, a very well. That's a biblical description. It is. 
You know, it just makes so much. Now, listen to this, because some ministries within the church, not just Christian faiths, but within congregations of other faiths as well, Mm -hmm. will say that once your higher power um, has removed this or that, yeah, right. Then you can go basically off and, and do your own thing because it's been taken away. Listen to this scripture verse in Second Corinthians twelve seven through ten. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, this is the apostle Paul now. Who you got to remember, Paul was very influential. He was yeah. a member of the Sanhedrin. He was very very powerful. Mm-hmm. He had authority above all sorts of men and armies, right? So in order to keep him from becoming conceited, he says, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Well, let's, let's stop right there for a minute. Many Christians would never think that God would give us a messenger from the devil himself. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what it says. I was given a thorn in my flesh, a yeah. messenger from Satan to torment me. Mm-hmm. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. He didn't say my power is made perfect if I remove your thorn. Yeah. He said my power is made perfect in weakness. Weakness. So then Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Why? so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I am sorry, but I am I'm addressing particularly the Christian faith that mm-hmm. teaches, don't call yourself an alcoholic. Don't call yourself an addict. Yeah. Don't call yourself a sinner. Don't call yourself frail. Don't call mm-hmm. yourself weak. You're an overcomer. You're more than an overcomer. That's true. Don't say you're powerless. Don't say you're powerless. But according to Scripture, when I have the most power is when I recognize my weakness. And Paul says, I boast of it. Yep. I, what is boasting? That means I'm shouting it from the hilltop. Well, yeah. My name is Monty. I'm a recovered alcoholic. See, I never say recovered. I, I say, recovered. say recovering. Well, I say recovered because I have recovered. Yeah. Well, yeah. Me too. I guess so. I've recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Oh, okay. True. You, you know, but I'm still an alcohol. I'm allergic to it. Mm-hmm. I cannot put it in my body. I It, it is is going to kill me. See, we take the drink when we're, we're sober, when the obsession is there. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing. I'd like to bring this back down from the clouds for just one minute here. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely terrified of the fact that if I don't keep this conscious contact with him, if I don't grow and learn to walk with him on a daily basis, I'm afraid that insanity will return. And You bet. And I'm talking about the obsession, and I'll drink. And I don't want to test that, Monty. No, no, no. You bet. And you know what I love about these two things? It reminds me of weekends when I went... uh, See my grandparents in Eastern Oregon for summers. We, my mom made sure we go to went to both churches. My grandma was Catholic and my uh, grandpa was Baptist. And I always felt so much better coming home on Sunday from my grandpa's church because it didn't seem like it's such a condemning God mm-hmm. than the Catholic God. Does that make any sense? And I was always scared. 
Mm. You know, of being like admitting my wrongs in early recovery because I remember the condemning God from the that specific religion. You know, and I, it took me a good two or three years to just say it out loud and actually be proud of it. I would say it out loud because it's part of what you do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't believe that it was such a great thing until just, you know. To boast of your weakness? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and look at, hear what he said. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly. Yeah, exactly. Of my weaknesses. Why? So if I want Christ's power, because remember, I'm powerless. Yeah. So if I want his power, the first thing I need to do is boast about my weakness. What is that? Step one, I am powerless over alcohol or fill in the blank. Yeah. And, and that's that's step one. And that's what Paul is saying. And then he says, for Christ's sake, not for mine, mm -hmm. I delight in it. Yeah. How can you be so happy? You call yourself an alcoholic because Paul did it. Yeah. He found power by recognizing his need. That's all this is, is recognizing our powerlessness. And there are people within Christianity today that will tell you that it is a curse to speak forth that you're an addict or you're an alcoholic or you're weak or anything, yeah. and that is not biblical it says the power comes mm -hmm. when we boast of our weakness yeah, you know yeah. when i recognized that i was powerless and now watch i'm talking about that i was going to do it again mm -hmm. it didn't matter about my job or my wife any of those things mm -hmm. okay then god become very precious to me yes very valuable yes and it seems see. like when I talk about it, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, like out loud now, people are like, that's amazing. That's great. And then you learn that they're one too. Yeah. So when you're like more open about it and not like so shut down, I don't know. I just really struggled with that a lot in early recovery. So here's number three, the complacent one. This gentleman had, I believe, 28 years. I, I'm, I'm pretty wow. sure. Um, and he calls me up and he's drunk. Ooh. I can't say I didn't see it coming, but I didn't see it coming. The reason I didn't see it coming, but I kind of did, it's kind of weird, is because this guy has been complacent for years. He will go to meetings, stay for five minutes, and leave. Mm. He will go to church and stay for five minutes and leave. Now, part of the reason is because he has a difficulty with anxiety and being in large groups. I understand. Yeah. But he's not done anything to try and overcome that or work on that medically, spiritually, anything. So he'll go, he'll play tag with the solution, but then uh, he'll run away. Yeah, here we go. So let's go home and watch football. Yeah. See, and that becomes more important than our relationship with God, mm -hmm. yet we'll turn right around and say that he's the one that took this away. Yeah. Say it, it just it just don't equate. You know, it, it just don't yeah. just don't make any sense. Say if that's true and he's done this and he's relieved you of this thing and football is more important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll cheer yeah. for the people in the football stadium, you know. Cheer for somebody when they make a touchdown. Why don't we do that for this God? Yeah. I know, really, huh? Yeah. Very contradictory. And you know what? Here's exactly. the thing. It's become, over the years, over 28 years, it's become a habit. Mm -hmm. Because he'll come over for dinner, eat dinner, and in five minutes leave. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not, yeah. yeah. So he does it in everything. 
and then he hides out in his home. Wow. And doesn't come out. See, I I am sick in my belly about this particular thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that uh, um, I failed him. Mm. Yeah, well, you and me both, brother. Yeah. That's well, sad. you know, I, I, I've seen it coming and uh, did nothing about it. You know what I mean? It, it I just, actually believed, I actually believed somewhere in my head that because of his longevity of, of sober time that he was okay. Hmm. And I hate to admit that, but I was kind of kind of inventorying this the other day. Well, I thought yeah. he was in danger. You know, I, I thought know, I thought well, I thought he was in danger, but I, I didn't I thought but he won't drink. Mm-hmm. But isn't that how we think as yeah. people not in recovery? Well, mm-hmm. I won't drink. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was sorely mistaken. Yeah. You know. Well, there's a few people I I went to treatment in AA with that I was like, you know, I was like, oh, my God, they're so strong. They're never going to drink again. And bada boom, bada bing. The disease is that strong. And it's just sad. So what's the one thing in common with all three of these guys? They failed to expand. I'm going to quote the big book. They mm-hmm. failed to expand on their spiritual condition. Yep. They, they did not perfect and enlarge. Enlarge on it. Yeah, they didn't perfect and enlarge on it. Mm-hmm. They scratched the surface and they said, that's good enough. That's exactly. You know. One Someone, one leaned on yeah, head knowledge. Some of them might even went, kept going to church when they went to yeah. church. But. One leaned on head knowledge. Yeah. The other one leaned on service. And the other one leaned on, I'm okay. Self-knowledge. You know, complacency. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, I can be prideful. I can get too busy. And mm-hmm. I can get complacent just like these guys. And it happens so quick. That's the scary part. Oh, and if you don't think that you're not doing some of what they're doing right now. Right now, if you don't think sure. that that pride's not in you and mm-hmm. that complacency's not in you, it's a human condition. You know, you bet, you bet it is. You bet. So, we're not here to disrespect somebody, but remember this: it's the most one of the most beautiful things in the world that God finally leveled the playing field. I no longer have to talk up yeah. or talk down. Yeah, you see what I mean. So these people are on the same playing field is me mm-hmm. yeah and it's 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 wonderful to see that because now i can reach out yeah see yeah. now i can care you see what i mean it's not it's not the other way around and i'm not at the bottom of the heap or think that i'm floating above everybody with my intelligence exactly. right right. See? It, right it's it's a wonderful thing that he's done and showed us that the human condition oh Gosh, we don't we sin because we're sinners. I love the saying: sobriety is rented; it's not never owned. You have to pay your dues every day. That's like one of my favorite sayings. I love that saying. I saw it like two weeks ago, and I tell that in my head when I think like, "Oh, I'm doing enough," or "Oh, you know, I don't need to do this." Or go. And like the other day, I was like, "I don't want to go to the speaker meeting." And then like I left five minutes before it started, and I'm glad I did because I know if I didn't pay that rent for that day. I would be stuck on like two days ago's rent and Roger rent Roger McDermott. Due. We all yeah. know Roger McDermott. You know, it, it, he's one of our one of our our, our biggest advocates. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said something to me the other day. He said, "No ticky, no laundry." 
No ticky? Mm. Yeah, no ticket. You oh, ticket. Yeah, no oh. ticky, no laundry. You don't have a ticket. You don't pick up your laundry, baby. Oh, huh. Yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> All right. What a great show. So next week, we're going to talk about potty mouth. <laughs> potty mouth. Yeah, boy, I got one. We're going to be talking about that. I'm um, glad I said I didn't have one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, Tony, how can people listen to the show? How can they do that? Well, our listeners or future listeners can listen to and download all of our shows by going to Take12Radio.com and clicking on the Listen Online button. Or, or iTunes. You can yes. subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, you can follow us on Podomatic, which is amazing, and download the app for iOS or Android. So yes. you got you got a choice there. So you can listen on your phone. Listen on your phone. Yeah. Listen on your tablet. Listen on your Bluetooth car radio. Becoming a member of Podomatic is free, and when you become a member of our Podomatic site, you can comment on the shows, click on the like button, and like, 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 like. And we ask that every time you tune in, that. You what you call it? The, the follow button. Follow button. Yes. The follow button. Yes. That's right. Follow. This helps with our demographics so we can see who's listening and enjoying the show. Because we like that. And we love you guys. You can also visit our YouTube <laughs> channel, which my parents love the YouTube. They love the YouTube format because it's very easy. And you can go to the channel is YouTube.com forward slash Monty Meyer for hundreds of archived shows. All of these are available at Take12Radio.com. Come. Yes, indeedy. Mm. And Bruce, how do people get a hold of us? Well, they can email us, and you know, we would really like to know what you uh, liked and what you didn't like about the show. Amen. And you can do that by emailing us at take12radio at comcast.net. And we really want to hear from you. Yes, we do. Amen. We do, we do, we do. All right, the closing song this week is by recovery recording artist Sonia Lee. And this really speaks to what price are you willing to give up this time? I'm excited to hear this. What price are you willing to give up this time? Mm -hmm. Check this out. I came to this morning. You were lying in my bed. I realized that what we have isn't over yet I face the wall and wonder how will all this end if I keep saying just one more again what are you willing to pay this time what do you think you'll find price you will to pay this time one by one all my friends have lost faith in me I already lost my job my house and family I can't face the world today without you in my hand Maybe tomorrow I can What are you willing to pay this time? 
what's it gonna be? So if there is a God, well I need you now, 'cause it's gonna take more than me to put this battle down. What are you willing to pay this time? What do you think you'll find? This time, don't forget to tune into our show Wednesday for the best of Take Twelve Recovery Radio, starting with Coffee with the Coffees. Until next time, we're wishing serenity. I'm up. Are you? This has been a broadcast of Take Twelve Recovery Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Oh yeah.